Hello, friends. Welcome back. Oh, I'm so excited. Episode two of That's the Tea Sis with your hostie with the mostie, Mia. Too bad if you don't know it. Anyway, this episode, how exciting. First of all, let me throw it back. I've just released my first episode. I've had technical issues it's been a shit show. People are excited, which is nice. Um, so I'm trying to figure that out at the moment. Apple Podcasts is not... Well, she's playing around. And lots of people are trying to find it and can't get onto it. Um, so I'm going to try and upload it to Spotify. And probably by the time that everyone's hearing this, it will be on Spotify. So... How amazing is that? Now, this episode, I want to talk about ghosting because I feel like it's a huge, huge issue nowadays, especially with social media and yeah, well, social media gives people the opportunity to get away with shit and ghosting is one of those things that it's an easy way out of talking to someone. It's an easy way out of going through the hard yards of, you know, breaking up, etc. It's just, it's just the easy way out and it's really shallow and it's really petty. So we're going to delve into that a bit and talk about ways that you can deal with these kinds of people. They're not confident people, which is really sad. But then some of them are just straight up assholes, let's be honest. Uh, Anyway, right. How I start off my podcast usually, even though this is only episode two, but I talk about my week. So recently we had a lockdown here in Darwin. I had six days off. My mum was supposed to come and visit and she couldn't. And I'm so devastated about it. Anyway, I pretty much just hung around, did a bit of cool shit. Um, I had my netball awards night, but I also got asked out on a date and it's a really long story, but I'm going to tell it because (laughs) I think it's great. So when my cousin Keely and my good friend Georgia were up for the Darwin Cup, I, well, we were pissed. We were so drunk and we were, I was standing in the line, the drinks line, which was like a K long. And me and Georgia had a bottle of Prosecco each and we're standing there. And this guy walks past and I was like, oh my God, who is that man? Who is that? So anyway, me being me when I'm pissed, which is oozing way too much confidence. I've gone up to this guy. I won't even call him a guy. I'll call him a man. I've gone up to this man and I was like, 
you are like so hot. You are rocking that mullet and it's such a vibe. And he's just turned around like wide-eyed looking at me going, who is this chick? (laughs) Anyway, he's laughed and he was like, oh, thanks. Walked off. And I was like, oh my God, he was so hot. Anyway, too drunk to even try and start an actual conversation with him. Um, And anyway, Georgia and Killy, I think it was the last day. And I was like, oh my God, do you remember seeing that hot guy at the races? And Georgia being Georgia was like, yeah, he's a daddy. And I was like, yeah, he was. Anyway, long story short, I was like, I'm going to find this man. So (laughs) it's so good. I've re-downloaded Tinder and I've, oh, look, the, was swiping through Tinder because I was like, I'm going to find this man. I'm going to find him. I will find him. Like if he's got a girlfriend, well, then I'll know. And if I find him on here, great. I'll ask him to go for a beer because I thought he was really hot and why not? I'm 24. Fuck it. So I think I was like a week in. And I was losing hope at this point. I was losing hope. I was like, this man is taken. Anyway, I've literally gotten a super like. And he's popped up and I was like, yes. And I've liked him back and we've matched. And I was like, yes, sent it to the girls. Anyway, I've messaged him full well knowing exactly who he was. And I was like, hey, like, I swear I've seen you somewhere. And he's messaged me back and he was like, oh, my God, you're that girl that was wearing the orange dress at the Darwin Cup. (laughs) I was like, yes, that was me. I'm so sorry. Anyway, long story short, he was like, I'm going out bush for a week. Let's catch up for a beer when I get back. And I was like, yeah, sweet. A week rolls by and he's gone out bush. He's come back and I've met up with for him. (laughs) I've met up. I can't even talk. This man makes me blush. I've met up with him for a beer And I was just like, oh my God, this man. Anyway, I don't kiss and tell, but he's really cool. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say for now, for now, for now, for now. Um, Yeah, that has been like my last couple of weeks. It's very exciting also who am I who am I going off and being like I'm moving to the Gold Coast next year no I'm not I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing with my life right now (laughs) I can't figure out if I want to stay and study a postgrad or if I go back to WA I just I don't know I don't know I don't know what the future holds for me here or anywhere. I know that I'm definitely not going to New South Wales because that's where COVID is and 
the Northern Territory and WA are the best states to be in right now. So pretty happy where I am. I've got two really cool new housemates that I get along with really well. Life is just an all-round vibe at the moment, which is great. Um, also, <laughs> Rosie Keefe decided that she didn't want to do the podcast, which I completely understand. It's uh, not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> So, looks like I'll just be talking shit myself. Um, cool. Yeah. So, we are going to be starting off with people that ghost. That's right. There's people out there that fucking pull that shit. I don't really understand it because I've always been one that's been taught to deal with my emotions and when things aren't going right I've I've been taught I've been raised to voice issues now there's stories out there of couples that have been together for like three four years right boyfriend goes to work he gets back that night. Shit's packed. House is empty. She's gone. See you later. No word, no letter, no nothing, no no text. Just completely gone out of that person's life. So heavy. I I don't want to be nasty about it, but I think it's like I said before, it's the easy way out, but also it's just shows what kind of person they are. Like they're obviously so insecure with themselves to the point where they can't even physically fess up and tell you the truth. Like I have been raised to always tell the truth, like regardless of whether it hurts me or not, or like it's embarrassing, or I know I'm going to get in the shit for it. But at the end of the day, the truth is always better. Like, can you actually imagine having a partner that you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with, and then them just like, one day you go to work, you go work a shift, you come back, sayonara, see you later. Not even there. Ghost ghosting it's a thing people fucking deal with it all the time and especially being like young and dating and I'm sure it happens with older people too but I've got so many friends that men and there's even females that do it they will just you know they're seeing this person for like three months and then all of a sudden it's like See ya. Poof. Poof. Gone. Where you gone, mate? What are you doing? So I (laughs) especially resonate with this because I don't want to say I'm the queen at it, but 
I, when I'm hurt, I love nothing more than calling someone out on their bullshit, especially when they've hurt me. Like, I'm like, there is no way you are getting away with this. Like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you why you've hurt my feelings. Simple as that. Like, if you're a a male and you ever come near me and I give you a chance and you have the audacity to pull that kind of shit, expect to hear about it. I don't want to say I'm going to make your life living hell, but you're going to hear some absolute home truth from me. So that sucks for you. But if you were just honest to begin with, wouldn't be happening. Um, But in saying that, men and women can learn from these dating mistakes and look there's ghosting with friendships as well which is really fucking weird but it's a thing like you're good friends with someone and then it's like they bounce onto another group and it's like you never you weren't even there to begin with like they just used you like to socially climb which fucking sucks as well and I've definitely been in that situation with ghosting more with like friends than I have with relationships just because I think that I mean if I was a man I probably wouldn't fuck with me either but hey so yeah I mean but at the same time it is hard because you can sit there and you can be like hey you did this to me and it really fucking hurt my feelings but if that person's not willing to take on the criticism and be like yeah nah you're right I actually fucked up If they sit there and they're like, I don't understand. This literally happened to me with a girl that I was mates with. Not my mate anymore, obviously. But used me to socially climb and was like hanging out with my friends. But like wasn't inviting me to anything, which I thought was really fucking odd. But hey, like if that's how you roll, that's how you roll. Um, But yeah, I remember... I ignored the absolute fuck out of her because I knew I was like talking to this girl is not going to get me anywhere. Like I'm just wasting energy and time on this person when they're not going to learn. Like, I don't know how many other people this has happened to with this one person, but I can assume it's a lot really fucking toxic behavior. Um, but yeah, I remember her coming up to me at a party and she was like, come like, I want to have a chat to you. And I like went and sat down she was like, I just want to like want to know why you've been so distant. Um, sorry, doll. What was that? I just, I just want to know why you've been so distant. Like, you know, we're really good friends, and like, you know, you just, you just don't really talk to me anymore. And I'm like, is this bitch for real? Is this? And then I ended up just being like yeah, nah, you're right. Like, you know, like I have been distant. Yeah. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings being distant, but like I've had, had other shit going on in my life. You know, I'm busy. I'm a busy girl. Just purely because I knew that sitting there and being like, Hey, you really hurt my feelings because 
you use me to socially climb to hang out with my friends and then you talk shit behind my back to my friends and just ghosted me out of everyone's well sorry not out of everyone's life but you've just ghosted me and just jumped to the next platform like I was nothing to you couldn't say that to her because she wouldn't understand it wouldn't get it and sometimes people are they will turn around and they will be like fuck dude I'm so sorry I didn't even realize I was doing that to you like I will try better to be a better person and then there's people like that like this girl no idea never gonna learn from it will continue to do it throughout their adult life probably into when they're when they're in their like 60s who knows I don't know it's probably just something that uh their close friends will figure out when they're 60 and that sucks because I don't ever want to be friends with someone like that when I'm 60 I want to be living the high life with my girls drinking champers going on coffee dates living the dream kidding I'll probably still be working (laughs) so going back to what I was saying advice that I can give you to deal with these people just reiterating it sometimes it's easier to just not say anything like choose your battles because like I said there are going to be people out there that are going to learn from their mistakes because not everything is on purpose and then there's like your then there is your pathological liars your compulsive liars your bloody borderline personality disorders I don't know it's or maybe they're just straight up toxic that's that's what I've dealt with before I'm not diagnosing anyone you know they can go to their own GP and get that done. Um, now, for the last bit of this podcast, I also want to chat about condom etiquette because I feel like it's a big issue that probably needs to be brought up. Um, and I probably will talk about it in future podcasts with um, some friends just for like their outlook on it but I'm mainly going to be covering my own experiences and a few friends that have just like mentioned stuff that's kind of happened to them Um, yeah so this isn't intended to offend anyone at all and if I have I'm sorry but um I feel like it's a big issue that needs to be brought up. And like, I'm not just specifically aiming it at males. Um, I feel like there are also females out there that, you know, say like, oh, it feels better without it. Like, and that's their choice. You have a choice every time you have sex with someone, whether you want to or do not want to wear a condom. Um, just to mention that. So I'm not calling all males out, but this is just like my specific, well, yeah, my opinion on it. So I don't 
know about you all, but I have noticed being a single 24-year-old female, I have noticed that a lot of males, and not ones that I've been with, but also ones that I ask their opinion on. So when I say a lot of males, I'm not saying that I have been with every single person, because I haven't, but I do ask a lot of my guy friends these kind of questions. So I have noticed, and it is has been trending in responses, that a lot of guys prefer not to use a condom because it feels better. Now, in saying that, yeah, can admit it does feel better for both people, like male and female, male and male, female and female. I don't know about that one. Um, but I think the biggest thing is also respecting someone's right to, if they want to wear one, like there needs to be that respect in the relationship, like whether it's a one night stand or you've been seeing that person for a while, there needs to be a respect in that relationship from both sides that if someone wants to wear one, there's no judgment because I don't know about other females out there, but I have come across people where I've asked to wear one and I've been made to feel that like, oh, why why would you ask me to wear one? Like, I don't wear them is the response. I don't wear them. No, I don't wear them. Well, um, that's actually not really how it all works. Um, sex is consensual. As the saying goes, it takes two to tango. So if you want to have sex with this person, respect their wishes. Like, don't be a prick about it. And the same thing goes for females. Like, if a guy wants to wear a condom, don't get offended. He's protecting himself. He's doing the right thing. And like, if both of you don't want to wear one, well, that's, that's your choice. Like you shouldn't be judged for it. And I feel like there's a huge stigma around wearing fucking condoms. Like I think there's only been one person that I've been with that I haven't had to ask to wear a condom. He just did it straight away. And it was it was pretty cool. Like I was like, I felt like this is relief. This weight off my shoulders of waiting for that conversation to be like, are you going to get the condom out? Yeah. Like I'm not on birth control. So I want to wear one. And also I don't want to be getting STIs or anything like that. I don't know about you all, but Sexual health is very important and there, yeah, like I said, there needs to be a respect and I'm sure I will cover this with some of my mates that I'm going to be having on the podcast and 
they will probably be able to enlighten you to a few stories of why as a female it's so shit when guys do not offer to wear one or make it fucking weird when you ask them to wear one. Okay, now wrapping up the episode, I want to, well, how I usually finish it is a bad first date story. Um, I've got one from a friend of mine (laughs) and I'm just reading it off my phone. It's hilarious. It's also her favorite story by far. So there you go. So basically, (laughs) this is wild. Oh my God. Mum and dad don't listen to this. I don't think they know how to work the podcast app anyway, which I'm stoked about. And if they do, I'm literally clapping my hands together right now because you are (laughs) amazing for working out the technology that we have nowadays. Go you. So jumping back to the story. So pretty much the story is before I tell you the first date story, this girl ended up seeing this guy for nine months after the first date, right? Anyway, he ghosted the fuck out of her and fucked off to Spain. (laughs) Just randomly. Bye. I'm going to Spain. I don't even think he said that to her. (laughs) Fuck. People are wild. What the hell? Okay. Anyway. So pretty much the, well, it was their second date actually. So she's not sure if it counts, but I'm going to count it because it's a fucking good story. So basically she said she was invited back to this mansion with his now defined metrosexual friends drinking Maui and she was kind of like wow who do you think you are anyway these are her words not mine it was hot and wine makes me horny so we started hooking up he lifted me up against the wall and took me upstairs where we started fucking while his friends were all downstairs enjoying their fine wine whining experience And he looked at me and goes, I feel like there's something you want to ask me. (laughs) And this bitch being the loosest unit goes, is there any chance you're into guys? And she says, mind you, I'm on top of him, on top of him at this point. And he just stared at me for literally what felt like four hours said nothing rolled off the bed out of me and just went downstairs and we never spoke about it again and they seen each other for nine months after this happened and she said so I still don't know how fucking wild is that anyway He fucked off to Spain. <laughs> so she, he went to Spain and she still didn't know. And apparently she seen him the other day. 
with his new girlfriend. And he sent her a message saying, I'm so jealous seeing you with other guys. If you came back to Perth, would it ever work out between us? The audacity of this man. Who does he think he is? What the fuck? I'm done. Jesus Christ. These stories just keep getting wilder and wilder. And I've got so many to share with you guys. It's going to be great. It's like a good way to end the day, you know? Good way to end the podcast. Good way to end the day. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I'm so sorry I put you through that. (laughs) I hope I didn't offend anyone. And if I did, this podcast probably isn't for you. Sorry. Maybe just delete it now and probably don't follow me on Instagram either if you get easily offended because I'm not here to offend anyone. I'm here to just talk straight facts. And if you don't like it, well, that sounds like a you problem. Um, Tune in for the third episode. Not sure how often I'm going to release these. I don't think it'll be weekly just because I am working like a dog at the moment with our current shortage of staff or shortage of nurses nationwide so we're all busy girls and boys um but yeah stay tuned because I've always got juicy shit to talk about and you know it (laughs) radio fam see you later